One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome to another fresh edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Happy hump day, wherever you are listening, in this fantastic free land of ours, this free land of Zimbabwe. What's that? Oh, United States. And uh, we're here to uh, come on in and, and get heard. With football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. And we'll do it together at the toll-free line at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. The Raiders have uh, fired their head coach and general manager, and uh, which is... Fantastic news for Raider fans because there was no future and there was no hope with that uh, regime uh, in there right now. <clears throat> and uh, Aiden O'Connell is going to start against the Giants even if Garoppolo is completely healthy, which is another $74 million down the drain. Other than that, everything is great. We can <laughs> uh, and I won't be able to talk about that in the first hour. I won't be able to talk about that until 1040 if you want to come back then. But I have some fantastic guests. I have Owen Colfer for his new book. I have Dave Chisholm about his new book. I have Amy Schatz for her new documentary on HBO. Uh, Lena New, the defending champion in the World Poker Tour. And Trevor Farnes, the CEO of MTM Ops. We'll have him as well. Then we will talk to you at 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to our brave men and women around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. And also on the internet at sportsbyline.com. Go there. Click listen live. Hey, I'm on twitch.tv. There I am. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app as well. And um, let's just talk sports. Come on back and let's do it. 
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830. 800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined on the show by the mega-selling, best-selling author. It's Owen Colfer, and uh, he has a, a brand-new book available from Roaring Brook Press. It's called Juniper's Christmas. Of course, you know 
uh, Owen from his Artemis Fowl series. Owen, welcome to the show. What is it about the the Christmas season where you said, I, I'm going to make a book about that? Uh, I think initially I was uh, positioning myself as the Scrooge in the <laughs> Christmas market, and, you know, I'd be very curmudgeonly, but I, I think as my, my boys got older and turned into young men, I started to once again warm uh, to the idea of Christmas uh, to such an extent that eventually um, I decided to write a book. My my younger boy, who's now 20-so, he's a young man, he very kindly and considerately said, you're writing books about Christmas because you now look like Santa Claus. So <laughs> I said, get out of my house, you're out of the well. <laughs> but um, I, I, just, I, I actually do, because even people like me, you just have to put down the cynicism and the sarcasm uh, and the one-liners for a couple of weeks and just accept the fact as unlikely as it might seem, that most people are okay. And uh, that, that's what this book is about, I suppose. You know, there's a, uh, a certain type of, of Irish humor that you're well aware of. And as you know, a native of California, I grew up Catholic, and all my priests and nuns, we called them FBI, they were foreign-born Irish. And they would spin tales of Ireland and, you know, have us watch a film and just all the little yeah. things they would tell us. And... But the thing I think I, I love the most about the Irish is just that I, if you want to, I think I tell people, just watch Father Ted. And that's, oh, that yeah. series to me is so gold. Yeah, it's brilliant. And it, it, it really hits home. Um, uh, I remember I was, when I was teaching, um, I was working with a, a Catholic priest, and he said the only show the Catholic Church does not like is Father Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I said, is that because it's not funny? He said, nope. <laughs> That's not the reason. <laughs> so, like, he was fine with Marks and McDonald's plays where all the priests had guns, and you know, and, mm-hmm. but he did not like, they did not like Father Ted because it was too close to home, uh, which is the mark of a good show, I think. And Father Jack only said two wor- words, which were <laughs> drink and girls. Drink, yeah, drink girls. girls. <laughs> 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 all right, well, let's talk about Juniper's Christmas because this is a, um, uh, as we would expect, a huge yarn, lots of uh, characters, a lot of bad guys too, huh? Yeah, I like a good bad guy. I think it's for a very selfish reason because they're such fun to write because you can have them doing ridiculous things that make no sense. And the, the, the overarching explanation is, well, they're bad guys. You know, they just do things. So you can get away with a lot more. And I think I've always been inspired by the bad guys. Everybody from Captain Hoke to Hannibal Lecter to Bart Simpson. (laughs) I love all these guys. And you can just imagine the fun the the writers had uh, writing them. So I have two in here. And because it's Christmas, one is redeemed. But because it's a book of mine, then one is not. And they stay bitter and bad until the end. Juniper, the uh, the protagonist, a young 11-year-old girl. Tell us a little bit more about her, please. Well, Juniper is, uh, is based, is an amalgamation, I suppose, of a lot of girls I taught back in my primary school days. And uh, it, was, it was always very inspiring to me, even though I was a teacher, that these kids came in so bright and so determined and just they would get over what they had to get over and get on with their day. And they wanted to learn. They wanted to help people. And you can, I can, I look at them now, and they've all gone on to to do amazing things. And I thought that would be a good role model person to have in a Christmas book, someone who really embodies the spirit of Christmas uh, as we know it. 
you know, just being the kind of person that when that person comes into your life, your life is better. And that is what Juniper is. And she has a tough day when her mom goes missing. So she, with typical indomitable spirit, decides that she's not going to leave it to anybody to find her mother. She's going to find her herself. And uh, she enlists the help of an old hermit who lives in the park who may or may not be Santa Claus. And that's where, and when this hermit will not help her initially, she decides to borrow one of his reindeers and go hunting herself. And that's where all the trouble begins. When you write something like this, do you sort of barricade yourself in a country cottage or do you sort of just, you know, write at a coffee house on a laptop? How does it work for you? Um, I used to be the barricade guy, but now I am the coffee shop guy. So <laughs> I, I just, I just, I like to, it, I found that if I isolate myself too much, I get a little bit out of touch. So just being in a room where there are other people and you can pick up that vibe, I find it really helpful. So I have a coffee shop I go to most days, usually six or seven days a week uh, for about three hours in the morning. And, uh, and I work and I just look around me. I observe people, humanity, life, and try to inject a little bit of that into the, um, into the stories. Uh, I still do the barricade thing in the afternoon, but the mornings I like to just relax and, you know, l lighten up a little bit and not be so precious. And I, I, I find that's really worked. Where uh, do you live in the Republic? I live in Dublin, okay. um, uh, and I live down by the sea in the south of Dublin, um, very near the famous swimming points of the 40-foot, I suppose, is the most famous one where Joyce would have gone swimming, and where recently the TV show Bad Sisters was made, where all the sisters would go swimming. So I live beside that, and it's a really great place to live because when I'm not locking myself in a room being all precious about my writing, I can go for a lovely walked uh, down the historic seafront. So it's great. It, it really is. And you've got a lot of people like John Banville is around there. Um, a lot of writers live in that area uh, and like to visit. So um, there's a little community of us, which is nice. Are you sort of now the de facto modern-day James Joyce? Like when people say, oh, my gosh, it's Owen Colfer getting a coffee. I, th I think we're more or less twins. I think if you read <laughs> if you read Ulysses, the, the obvious next choice is Artemis Fowl, which featuring you know a flatulent dwarf. It's the same, the same. I, I know. I, I think I'm 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 in in awe of Joyce, and there's so many people I come to being around who are just absolutely amazing. As soon I I do believe that as soon as you start thinking, well, I'm there now. This is as good as it gets. Then your books start to go downhill. It's mm -hmm. probably the same in musicians. You know, once you start thinking, "I'm the greatest rock star in the world," um, I think your work will suffer. So uh, I try and stay humble. And luckily, when I have trouble with that, I have two sons that help me. Um, <laughs> so, so that's not a problem I have. Well, everyone should check out this book. It's called Juniper's Christmas uh, from the New York Times, number one best-selling author, Owen Colfer. It is available from Roaring Brook Pass, and this is going to be, I'm sure, somewhere, if it's animated or a live-action film at some point, maybe even a series, but it will become a Christmas classic. Owen, congratulations, and thank you for coming by. Thanks, Rick. Anytime. All right, good stuff. Let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break, and we will come on back with Dave Chisholm on the other side.
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
It's our pleasure now to be joined on the line by cartoonist Dave Chisholm, and uh, he has a new graphic novel biography from Z2 Comics. It's coming November 7th. You can pre-order it now, entitled Miles Davis and the Search for Sound. Dave, welcome to the show, and I think it's a fascinating thing to take a, a subject like Miles Davis. I mean, the guy, there's no one like him, and I just think about the his his coolness, that sort of that smoky room where he would play, and then to put that into a, a graphic novel is a is a great idea. When did you come up with it? Oh well, uh, you know this project actually came from the the opportunity came from a previous book I did that was about the jazz saxophonist Charlie Parker mm-hmm. that came out in 2020, and. Uh, I think what happened is somehow um, Aaron, da- Aaron Davis, Miles Davis's son, got a copy of uh, Chase and the Bird, my Charlie Parker graphic novel, and enjoyed it. And then the kind of connections were made between him and his people and then the publisher about this possibility. And then my publisher, Z2 Comics, approached me about the possibility of doing this book. And I uh, obviously jumped at the opportunity because Miles Davis is probably my my longest running like um, music hero. Really, it's the first music I ever remember hearing in my life, and um, and it's just like really close to my heart. So it was like I had to do this book when the opportunity came. And Nothing. not and not just a labor of love, but you're also a uh, can I is, is it trumpet? I don't want to like get it wrong. You play the trumpet, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> I've played trumpet for uh, over 30 years. I have three degrees in jazz music, um, including a doctorate in jazz trumpet. And I just, I have a huge passion for this music. It's been a real, uh, yeah, a real obsession, truly. What do you call it when you take the plunger at the end with the whomp, whomp? <laughs> what's that called? <laughs> I think it's just called, a, it's just called playing, playing with a plunger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too technical here. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so approaching it then, because I think a lot of people, you know, Miles My- Davis is a guy who uh, a lot of people, did they did they really know him? I mean, he always, he seemed kind of mysterious to me. Yeah, for sure. I think like, hmm, I think like Miles Davis really he, in his autobiography he he does come back to the quite often to the fact that he's a gemini and he really uh kind of embodies this sort of um or embodied for all intents and purposes this kind of like jekyll and hyde persona where to some people he was like a very generous sensitive understanding person and to other people he was he wasn't wasn't quite so uh so so nice so i think like it's hard to say how many people knew the totality of him since it was kind of like uh he, he, it really depended on like he, on your personal relationship with him in terms of which side of him you were going to see at any given moment again it, from from all the anecdotes and the stories and everything i obviously didn't know him personally myself so i i think it's fascinating too that i think a lot of people think oh this this must have been a guy who you know grew up in brooklyn or something but you know, he's an mm. East, East St. Louis guy, which, as we know, is not a uh, um, you know affluent area, so to speak. But then to make it 
to Juilliard. I mean, that to me is something I think a lot of people know about. Yeah, well, you know, the what's interesting, what's fascinating, or maybe unique is a better word about Miles, his his upbringing is that his, he, he actually did come from a family that had some some uh, wealth. Uh, his dad was a dental surgeon and a su- very successful pig farmer. Um, and so when Miles did get into Juilliard, and he was only, he went to school there for a year and a half before dropping out to play with Charlie Parker. But when he did go to Juilliard, his dad was like super generous about supporting him. And I think like in a lot of ways that kind of artistic support, patronage, however you want to look at it, that his dad gave him really kind of set the stage for Miles to like take all of the musical risks that he took early and and really throughout his career, right? Um, and it makes me wonder like how many more people would have been willing to take these kind of risks if they would have had like, you know, a support system the way the Miles did. It's um it's pretty unique in the canon of like jazz music from the mid early to mid twentieth century. For uh, contemporary artists now, um, mm-hmm. is he just, you know, because people will say, oh, Miles Davis, do you think people really, uh, the contemporary musicians, know how influential he is, or is he just kind of a, a name in the annals? <laughs> you know, I think that, I mean, in jazz circles, I would say absolutely. He's like still mm-hmm. a figure who is an artistic North Star. Because I think for a couple reasons, like um, one is that he was always totally courageous in to, to like change his sound, to change his approach, just change on a dime in the name of innovation and in the name of like finding the new thing, the new like the new sound. So it's kind of like where the title from my book comes from. He's he was on a lifelong quest um, to innovate, and that's like something that's really unique in in the history of music anywhere someone who like was fearless in reinventing himself perpetually really um and the other one is his trumpet playing itself is um for like trumpet nerds is really strange like it's it's just super hmm, iconic in a way that's almost like impossible to imitate uh his playing was really vocal and it was really um, like emotionally vulnerable. The kind of cliche about trumpet players is that it's like higher, faster, louder, and it's this really macho thing. And with Miles, you get this real sensitivity, this vulnerability with his sound, um, and a real sense that like when he played, he wasn't trying to prove anything to anybody. You know, there was no short guy syndrome with him. He just played whatever was in his heart in that moment, whatever was right for the moment of music. And it was never really about flexing and being impressive, which in itself is a pretty impressive thing to me. That's very well said. Maybe you can help me with this as an aficionado, because I think of Miles Davis, I think of Dizzy Gillespie, and for him, mm-hmm. he had the, the trumpet where the, 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 the end came out like at a 45-degree angle, which I've never seen. Right, right. And then it looked like his cheeks were going to blow up. Uh, how did the, were those two 
partners in crime? Were they friends? Did they influence each other? Well, you know, uh, the story goes that um, when Miles was living, in, when he was young, uh, like in his teens, living in East St. Louis, uh, Billy Eckstein's band was on tour um, playing like a couple sets a night, and uh, this trumpet player ran up to Miles because he saw Miles was holding a trumpet case and was like, Do you play trumpet? Our trumpet player is like sick tonight. Can you come sit in with the band? And that trumpet player that ran up to Miles was Dizzy Gillespie. And that's how Miles met Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker was at that like kind of random occurrence, right? And so then Miles kind of like got those guys on his radar. He loved their playing. He really looked up to them. And he moved, when he moved to New York, he was hell-bent on like getting in their good graces, in their ears. And in a lot of ways, like Dizzy was um, Miles's first real trumpet mentor in New York City. Hmm. And then finally, we get to your talent, the art, and you don't need to be a Miles Davis or a jazz fan to enjoy uh, the art in this. Tell us a little bit about how you put your craft into it. Oh, man. Well, you know, in a weird way, it's kind of a, like, uh, a bit of a reactionary thing in the sense that, like, um, I I get kind of, like, frustrated with music documentaries and music biopics and stuff like that because so rarely, they're very rarely actually about the actual music. And as soon as it's a cliche in a movie, when the music starts up, then, like, the talking starts. And it's like, great. <laughs> so, like, the thing that this is supposed to be about, this musician and their amazing music. And so I really wanted to make this graphic novel as much about the music as I could, which is ironic because a comic book, a graphic novel is a silent medium, right? It's like, doesn't sing, doesn't sing at you. You can't push play on it. And, um, and so my goal was to like infuse every aspect of the art with like traits, like visual representation of traits of his music from the era that I was depicting at that part of the book, right? So if in the 1950s, Miles' playing is a lot more sparse, the artwork is going to be a lot more sparse and stark with like real kind of film noir lighting, like large black shadows and stuff like that. And then as he moves into like the 60s, his playing gets more abstract. And so then the artwork is going to be a little more abstract. And once he gets into the 70s, his music becomes uh, more rock influenced and psychedelic and so the artwork then becomes more psychedelic and every and so this is like the colors and the line art and the page layouts and the kind of visual language and the storytelling language all is intended to like embody the music that is that the book is about it's it's um, amazing and i don't mean to interrupt you but we got to run i want to make sure everybody picks it up from dave chisholm z2comics.com the search for sound pre-order it now it's coming out on november 7th dave great stuff thanks for stopping by man thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it all right i'm rick tittle we'll come on back with amy shots Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, 
you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. I have that effect on people, apparently. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you from downtown San Francisco. We are also around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Emmy and Peabody winning filmmaker Amy Schatz. She has a new HBO original documentary called Stand Up and Shout, Songs from a Philly High School This will debut 
on November 7th. Amy, welcome to the show. And uh, as an Oakland guy, I got to give you first a uh, shout out uh, from your last film that you did in the uh, East Bay. What what kind of effect did that have on you when you made that film? Well, that film really was an incredible um, experience because it featured Oakland's beautiful school children from kindergarten through high school who were participating in this citywide oratorical competition inspired by um, Dr. Martin Luther King's work. And so for me, it was just an incredible joy to be able to be in Oakland, you know, lifting up the voices of these beautiful young people. Um, I just loved it. And, you know, I feel like this film is a little bit of a a cousin of that one. Um, (laughs) The kids are a little bit older, but again, it's um, a story of lifting up young people's voices, um, which is something that I'm always interested in doing. What, what is it about the, the, the inner city and all the, the grace and beauty that can be found when a lot of people would rather lock their doors and just drive by? Yeah, I mean, I think this, this film, you know, just to give you a little bit of a sense of what I think the, the takeaway of this film is, is that it's a story of a group of kids who are, they're Philadelphia kids, but they're also America's kids. They're coming back from having, you know, been in isolation for a couple years through the pandemic, um, out of school. Um, they're kids living in challenging times, and they're coming back to school after the pandemic and finding healing through music. So it's, while it's an inner city story, it's kids from Philadelphia. It's also what so many of America's kids and and kids around the world went through the past few years. And so I feel like it's a hopeful film. It's a film about, you know, hard times, but also healing and beauty. Um, You know, um, the beginning of this, project started with this a report that I read that the Surgeon General had talked about a crisis among young people, that there was um, a real decline in the mental health of kids. And I was very interested in that. And of course, you know, common sense is that it, it's a stressful world and, and the kids will feel it. Um, and I was really interested in, you know, finding out what was on kids' minds, what they were going through, what were their stresses you know, is there a way to explore this in a film? And so, you know, I found a story in Philadelphia. It's not that I decided, let me look at Philadelphia. Um, But like the the film in Oakland, there was already um, a music program in place that went straight to my heart. I thought, oh, that, that could be very interesting. And it's a music class in a public school, in a high school called Hill Friedman World Academy, and they have a required music class that all 10th graders take. And um, they have to create an album by the end of the school year of mm. original songs. So that, that's, that's sort of the story of the, of the film is the creation of this album. That's pretty amazing. I just try to think like when I was that age in the early 80s, my album probably would have sounded like Devo or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you what, in Canada? What? Would it sound like Rush? <laughs> Well, I grew up in Philadelphia and then ended up in Canada for for college. But 
Um, you know, one of the beautiful things about this group of kids is that they can't come in without necessarily any musical background, but they're required to take the class. And I had an opportunity to interview as many of the kids who wanted to participate as I could. And I asked them about the music that they love. And I was so surprised to hear who some of their influences were. You know, there were kids who talked about jazz, kids who talked about Frank Sinatra, um, talked about, you know, you know, J. Cole, all, Patti LaBelle, all, all across the map. Um, and that was, that was really delightful to discover. For you, um, when someone like John Legend puts his name on that, what's that collaboration like? Yeah, I think, you know, this is, you know, it was a dream team, first of all, to have, you know, HBO supporting, supporting a project about young people. They've, they've always been interested in meaningful film, films that, um, that, you know, feature young people. Um, but then to have Get Lifted and John Legend's team, the executive producer, Mike Jackson, came to the school. Um, they really got involved, and they really shined a, a really beautiful light on this program, this small small school, and it really amplified the voices of these people. And, you know, the message of the film really is the transformative power of music. So what better partner could one have to, you know, support that message than and John Legend and his, you know, his company. Um, so in a way, you know, it made their partnership made it possible for these kids to be heard in a way that they never imagined. I think they were just, you know, beside themselves with excitement. Got more questions for Amy Schatz, the new documentary Stand Up and Shout on HBO and streaming on Max coming out soon. Um, for you, uh, when you look at these schools and, and I, come from Richmond, California, and they had, uh, you know, I coached there a lot of kids, single-family homes, and wear the same outfit to school every day. But when budget comes, cuts come down, especially in private schools, it's usually sports and the arts. So um, how did you find, uh, you know, a program like this so refreshing that not only do they have the arts, but they shove it down your throat and make you make an album? Right. I think that's very unusual, and it just shows it's a public school, so... The funding for this program comes through, you know, the district, but also private, um, you know, foundation, nonprofit um, contributions. So, you know, the, the teaching artists, local musicians are brought into the classroom and are helping the kids write their songs. So they're asking them to, you know, write lyrics, dive deep, unlock their creative uh, energies and actually produce the songs. So... There's a, a lot of hands-on, you know, work that's happening in the classroom, which is above and beyond what a single teacher can do. But the film is also showcasing, I think, this extraordinary um, heroic quality of teachers who, you know, really believe in their kids and who give, you know, above and beyond um, what's required to just support them. And kids really thrive when you give them an opportunity to be creative when you give them resources and you could see, you know, in the classroom at first, a lot of the kids were very tentative. They came in very shy, very uncomfortable, insecure, and they were masked. And by the end, there's this kind of opening up and really beautiful, 
you know, almost joy that you could, we saw this magical transformation in the classroom. And I think that, you know, due to, you know, arts education, what arts education education can do. Um, and it's really sad that, um, as you say, um, this is the first thing to go when there's budget cuts. What would you say to, for the kids, I mean, you think about your influences. I said, well, you know, mine would have been in the 10th grade. But how many did, you know, mumble rap? How many did, you know, did anybody do show tunes or an operetta? Were, were you kind of surprised the different uh, pathways they took? Right. Well, there's all kinds of genres in the film. And, and we weren't able to include all 30-something songs that they created. But there's love songs. There's film songs about Philadelphia. There's rap. There's um, a song in Spanish, a ballad. Um, so they came up with things that were very surprising um, and, you know, delightful. There were songs about longing, songs about loss, you know, silly songs, songs about making money. Um, and it really, you know, anything goes really in that classroom. Um, one of the things that I loved seeing was that, you know, there was a one student um, who was kind of grappling with the fact that she felt like an outsider. She had come um, late in the school year and was very shy. And she wrote a song which was basically about her, you know, feelings about God and feeling that she wanted some, you know, she was praying to God really in the song. It's a beautiful song. And she goes from being very, you know, embarrassed and kind of shy to, you know, just belting out her song by the end of the end of the process. And I love what she says about the class's effect on her. She said at first she felt like a crab that wouldn't come out of its shell and now she feels like a flower blossoming. And that you know, that to me like says it all. That's great. And then finally, did you see and it's hard to tell, and maybe you'll be a little biased, but did you see anyone where you thought, oh my gosh, this person's going to sell a lot of records someday? Um, you know, I was so inspired by each and every one of them. There are some who clearly music is going to be in their lives for a very long time, who, you know, breathe music. And um, there's one student whose uh, name is Deshaun, who is sort of a little bit of a a leader in the classroom who's, you know, very musical. And I asked him about his future, and that was also so touching, is that I wanted to hear not only, you know, what their thoughts about music and the stresses and the pressures in their lives, but also some of their hopes and their dreams. And he talked about if music doesn't work out for him, he wants to be a therapist. So, you know, they're they're at that point where they don't yet know what the future holds, but they're full of optimism and and dreams and that was so beautiful to me fantastic stuff everybody can check it out on november 7th streaming on max and on hbo it is their original documentary called stand up and shout songs from a philly high school and directed and produced by our guest amy shots amy once again a real hit congratulations and thanks for coming by thank you so much all right i'm rick Tittle. we'll take a quick break we'll come on back on sports violence
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. All right. We had uh, an author, a comic book guy, well, who's kind of more than that, and an Emmy award-winning film director. 
We're going to talk poker and football and all sorts. By the way, one little football note I think is hilarious. The Dolphins and the Chiefs are going to be playing each other on Sunday. <clears throat> now, this is one of the most highly anticipated games of the whole season. And they're going to be playing it in Frankfurt. That's right, in Hesse, Deutschland. And a lot of people were saying, why are, you, why are they doing it over there? Well, Marquez Valdez-Scantling of the Chiefs said, yeah, it sucks. I mean, obviously, it sucks that we have to travel nine hours for a home game when Arrowhead is right down the street. But obviously, we do have other fans that are all over the world, not just the United States, so it gives them the opportunity to see some of their favorite players play. I know I've got a lot of fans over in Germany, so I'm grateful that we get to give them the opportunity, but it does suck for the players to have to be away from their families, or I've got to find a babysitter for my dogs for a couple of days. I think we got to take things like that into account, but past that, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I like how he calls a dog sitter a babysitter. And he continues, I think the trip is going to be mostly business because we're leaving Thursday after practice. We'll probably get there Friday morning, and then we'll probably practice there when we land. The only free time we'll probably have Friday is when we get done after work, and obviously Saturday is the day before the game, and we're going to be doing all of our preps. By the way, that's a little late to leave on Thursday. They are on the East Coast. I will give them that. But as I said, Miami is 6-2. and two, Kansas City is 6-2. and two, The two best offenses in football. And um, it should be a great game at the crack of dawn. I just like the honesty. It sucks. All right. And I have to get a dog sitter for my children. 1-800-878-PLAY. We got another hour. Another two hours. So get on back. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch.
I think it's kind of weird how, like, on my iPhone, if I text someone, it says they have notifications silence, and then the button says notify them anyway. Don't they not want to be notified? Uh, all right. Um, we need to talk about Raiders. We put in a call to Fred Blitnikov. It'd be cool if we could get him. Mark Davis, since he took over, and I was on the air when the news came down that Al died, and I talked to Greg Papa in Buffalo, and he cried on the air. I can't believe that was 2011. But Hugh Jackson was Mark's first coach. He went 8-8. Eight and eight. Then he hired Dennis Allen, who went 8-28. and 28. Then Tony Sperano, no longer with us, I'm sorry. He went 3-9. and nine. Jack Del Rio, 25-23. and 23. Had a winning record. John Gruden, I went to that press I went all. I went to all these press conferences except for Josh McDaniels. Um, but it was always, we got the right guy. I remember talking to, to Mark Davis about Del Rio. I'm like, he goes, and I said, I think this is the right guy. He goes, I think so. I think I did get the right guy. I think so. But then the John Gruden one, he said, this is the best day of my life. They said the best day of his life. And I'm like, okay, well, who's in charge, you or Reggie? And then Gruden's like, oh, Reggie will beat me up. He's bigger than me. You got to do what he says. <laughs> you know who sat with me uh, or sat next to me? It was Bob Melvin. Everybody went to that press conference in plain clothes. And Bob knew Chris Townsend and I, so he sat with us. <laughs> and now he's the big Giants guy. Anyway, John Gruden went 22-31. and 31. Rich Basaccia. Seven and five, and Josh McDaniels nine and sixteen. Who the hell is going to hire Josh McDaniels? And now Antonio Pierce, the guy that drove Plaxico Burris to the hospital and put his gun in his glove compartment, he's now the Raider head coach. I don't hold it against him, but anyway, <laughs> can't make this stuff up. Oh yeah, and Jimmy G is benched as well. That's according to NFL media. Uh, we have another two hours, one 800 play We'll talk a little poker on the other side. So come on back on Sports Byline. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park. Well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Abvi. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. 
Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Come on in and get heard, girl. We do not have our guest. So if you want to squeeze in, come on in. Yes, the Raiders are making changes, turn and face the strain. General Manager Dave Ziegler, disaster. Josh McDaniels already was a disaster. We knew that going in. Oh, and offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi also fired. So Antonio Pierce, the linebacker coach, is going to take over for the rest of the season. And apparently Jimmy G is going to be benched. And uh, he did suck yesterday. This is a guy who signed a three-year deal in the offseason. Career lows in yards per attempt, passer rating 78.1. The Raiders are on the hook for $11.25 million in base salary next year. No matter what, <clears throat> but they can cut him, or if he fails a physical, they can get out of it. The rest of it, but as I said, eleven point two five million. No matter what happens with Jimmy G, they're going to have to pay. And to tell you the truth, uh, Aiden O'Connell has not looked that good. He just doesn't seem as horrifying as Brian Hoyer. So just eight weeks of play. Since benching Derek Carr, they are moving on from his replacement. And that's an ouchie, to say the least. You know, you had to run Derek Carr out of town. And these guys are like, we know what's going on because we were in New England. Everyone who comes out of New England stinks. It's all Belichick. 
and Brady, uh, every coach, every GM, I know what's going on. I'm Scott Pioli. Uh, I'm Romeo Cornell. I'm Charlie Weiss. I'm O'Brien. I mean, it just goes on and on. So now we look to see who can be the next head coach. And let, <clears throat> let the names emerge. I think the, the most fascinating one, and the one that I would be on board with because he certainly would bring a lot of panache and then he'd burn out like a Roman candle pretty fast, is Jim Harbaugh, former Raider quarterback coach. He's flirted with returning. Remember, he interviewed with the Broncos. Remember, he interviewed with the Vikings. Both of those teams last year. They had an extension on the table for him in Ann Arbor, and then with all this Spygate 2.0, they pulled it off. And he's been there nine years with the Wolverines. So, I mean, we we saw how good he was when he was with the Niners, and uh, he had a guy named Colin Kaepernick that he really wanted at that time. So uh, securing him wouldn't necessarily erase any potential discipline. We talked about that the other day, that they can still, for some weird reason, enforce uh, what happened to him. We'll get into more of that in a minute, but we do have our guest. It is Lena New. She is the World Poking Tour Ladies Champion. She was the first ever one. She defeated Olga Yermolcheva. This was last December and won over $105,000. And this December, we talked about it with a lot of the male participants too, there's going to be $40 million, uh, guaranteed. Uh, Lena, welcome to the show. How has your life changed now as the first ever female champion? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, it's been a positive experience. I've been traveling um, throughout this whole year, playing a lot more poker. So, yeah, it's been an exciting year since. So you are up against 577 other women. You came out on top. Is that because you are just the most dominant force in women's poker, or you had a little bit of luck, too? Um, I think it was a combination. I definitely think luck played a role in... Um, my big win there. Like, you do need to get very lucky in poker. Um, I feel like I played well in, in certain spots, and I also got really lucky when I needed to, um, especially in the final table. How many times did you go all in and make it? I would say I went all in at least, I'm not sure exact number, I would say at least 10 times wow. on the final table. Um, I was short for a little bit, so I did go all in when I was short stacked. Um, but luckily, um, I dodged when I needed to, and I held when I needed to. So I got pretty lucky there. We all know how to play poker. When did you find out that you were actually way better than everybody else? Um, I wouldn't say that I'm better than anybody else. I'm still learning. Um, I'm still, like... There's still lots to learn. Like I said, I got really lucky in certain spots. They all played really, really well. Um, Olga was definitely a tough opponent. So was Kathy and Jamie, Cindy and Dusty. So I think we all went in with the same. Like, Do you have I mean, a little... I definitely don't think I'm better than... Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Well, some of that final time mentioned Olga, um, Dusty Smith, she was third. Cindy Spire uh, was uh, fourth. Is there a little bit of a camaraderie? Is that even possible when you are going up against it? Or is it, you know, kind of like tennis players, you know, like we, we play each other, but in the locker room, we're all friends? <laughs> yeah, definitely. We were all very supportive. Like me and Olga still talk. Um, yeah, I was. Like, we definitely all were really excited to be there, and we were all very supportive, and it was, like, it was just a very positive experience. Um, they, I was happy, and I continually do talk to all of them. Kathy Lieber, like, I brought playing with her in, in the past. Um, Olga, I saw her at the World Series this summer. Um, I came and supported her. So, yeah, we definitely, it definitely was, like, a, more of a, yeah, we weren't, uh, weren't really battling each other, you know. We were just happy all just to be there. And then what about getting on TV? Does that, how do you ignore the cameras? Are you just so, like, laser-focused, you got blinders on your, your hand and, you know, the river and everything else, your opponents are? Or did you think, oh, I guess I have to wear something nice, I'm on TV? I mean, how did that all work out? Um, that was my first time ever on TV. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I definitely was really nervous. Um, I just dressed up because I thought everyone would be dressing up. So, And um, I didn't really know where I was supposed to put my hand, but they did teach you and guide you. And um, I'm glad that everything just came out smooth and you were able to see my cards. But, yes, I was definitely nervous going into it, knowing that I would be on TV. And then finally... Is it uh, the feedback from the fans, maybe even a, a role model, people looking up to you? What's that like? Um, I feel like it's it's nice to be inspiring for women, especially in my local city. Like when I've had some very positive messages of other women wanting to play poker after seeing me win. So like it's always nice to be a good um, inspiration just to get more women out there to play poker. Yes, the uh, WPT, as I mentioned, coming to the win Las Vegas this December. A lot of events and the $40 million guaranteed output going way past the 15 mil last December. And for more information, WPT.com. We've been speaking to the first ever women's champion, Lena New. Congratulations and continued success. Thanks for coming by the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So we're going to check in with Trevor Farns on the other side. Then we'll get back to the Raiders. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. 
days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, it's only fitting that I do with my uh, next guest as we bring in uh, Trevor Farns. He is the CEO of MTN Ops, which is a a very successful business that he has uh, grown. And uh, when you talk about um, uh, being outdoors and getting the nutrition and the training that you need, Trevor, let's let you tell it in your own words. What is MTN Ops? Yeah, thanks, Rick, for having me. Um, the MTN actually is just an abbreviation for Mountain, so Mountain Ops. And, uh, you know, here in Utah, where I reside and where our business is located, we have the mountains in our backyard. That's where we spend a lot of our time. It's where we, we you know, find a lot of passion out there. And 
either hunting or just, you know, trail running or biking or whatever it is. Um, but the mountain ops was, was built to help people conquer their mountains. And, uh, whether that be the mountains physical or the mountains in life that we're trying to face and the ops stands for outdoor performance supplements. So we sell energy and nutritional supplements to help people conquer the mountains in life. Very cool. So what is your background that you have this type of knowledge? You know, I, uh, I grew up in a very entrepreneurial uh, environment with uh, siblings that started their own businesses, did, you know, did so successfully, and um, at a young age started my own businesses in high school and such kind of following their lead. Um, and so, it, you know, coming from that entrepreneurial environment um, and then a family that really taught uh, a passion for having a mission in life and, and using core values and principles in life to kind of guide you towards those missions, that, that's the background that I have growing up. And then, um, you know, and after got, getting married and, and going to school, I got a degree in marketing. Um, but ultimately, the goal for my wife and I was always to, to own and operate our own business and uh, have a father who um, has a history of heart disease. My grandfather died of a heart attack, my other grandfather of a stroke, and my dad, a few years back, had some stents put in his heart and was struggling with neuropathy and blood pressure. And I was at the time, looking for a new business venture to go after, um, and uh, read a book called No More Heart Disease, and it intrigued me because of the title and what was going on with my father, and I dove into the science of what this book was talking about, took the book to a chemist, had him whip me up a concoction for the product we put my father on, and within a few days, he started to feel the tingling sensation come back into his fingers and toes, and I knew I was onto something, um, and that's that's kind of how this all began with it, you know, getting into the supplement space. It was the, the first person and my mission was my father to help him improve his life. And then it just kind of started to expand out from there to doctor's offices. And then in 2014, we found this opportunity within the hunting industry where there was this big hunter athlete movement uh, occurring with very large brands that we're all aware of, Under Armour, Yeti, Sidka. Um, but there wasn't a consumable brand like ours that was leading the charge. And so we created the, the Mountain Ops label and brand, and we took the products I had formulated for doctor's offices, and we went after this industry in a very unique way, uh, really connecting and building community. Um, but that, that's my background. How I got into this space um, was uh, honestly inspired by my father and a need that he had that I was able to answer. Very interesting. Tell us a little bit more about your uh, philanthropic operation, Conquer Hunger. Yeah, that all comes um, by way of our own, my family's experience, um, you know, facing hunger issues on our on our own. We, as an entrepreneur, things have not always uh, panned out. Uh, you know, everything looks perfect on paper. And then when you go out on your own, uh, some things, you know, are met with opposition and, and difficulties. And, and prior to starting the supplement business and creating that product for my father, I had six business failures, actually, where, um, you know, I was at the end of my rope where I just felt like maybe I'm not meant to succeed. And we struggled financially for many years. In fact, we call it our seven years of famine. But during those times, um, food was on our mind. We had three young children at the time, um, you know, struggling as a young couple, a couple to pay the bills. We, we were behind on our mortgage, hadn't paid in two years. Our house was up for auction, had a daughter end up in the hospital with uh, some, some issues. And during a, a transition of going from uh, employed to self-employed, there was a mix-up in insurance. So we had all these medical bills. And we found ourselves hungry. You know, we weren't starving because we'd have assistance from people, but uh, we found uh, that there's a major need. In fact, in our community here where we live, one in four kids go home without enough food, uh, go home from school, and they don't have enough food. And that was my family. We were the one in four. 
And so during those struggling times, being a, we're a faith-based family, faith-based organization, we, we turned to our faith in Jesus Christ. And there was a story where he took a few loaves and a few fishes and he multiplied them for the masses. And that inspired my wife and I to really look at life and say, okay, we're receiving some new eyes to see a need and we need to do something about it. And so let's take whatever loaves and fishes are brought into our life, whatever resources come in, and let's try to multiply them to help help people that are in the same position as us. There's a quote that says, you're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. And so that's what we've done. And so every order that comes through our website at mountainops.com, we donate a meal to a child in need, helping someone that's in the same shoes we were in. And we just a few months ago hit the 5 million meal market uh, being donated through our Operation Conquer Hunger. So our customers, when they buy a product of ours, yes, it's going to benefit their life, bring health benefits into their life but also the resource that we receive from that allows us to go out and donate these meals to children in need. And, and we're just, we're trying to help, you know, mothers and fathers that are struggling, they're suffering, they, they maybe feel the weight of the world on their, on their shoulders uh, because they can't provide that basic necessity for their children. That's, we're trying to alleviate that in, in as many ways as possible. Very interesting. So tell us about the products that you offer. So we offer a wide variety of products, anywhere from uh, energy products to weight loss products, uh, proteins, meal replacements, multivitamins. Usually when people hire us, they're hiring us to help them lose weight. They're hiring us to help them gain strength. Um, and so we have, you know, uh, we have fat burning pills. We have uh, meal replacement proteins for the weight loss. Um, we've got cleanses. Uh, on the energy side, we've got pre-workouts. Our, our number one seller is called Ignite, and it is a cardiovascular boosting product. It actually contains the same formulation that we use to create the product for my father. So you get cardiovascular benefits, which aren't typical for an energy product. If you think of all the energy consumption that's out there with canned energy drinks and such, you're usually just stimulating the nervous system. With us, it starts at the core and you've got these nitric oxide boosters, amino acids, arginine, and citrulline that help to produce nitric oxide, dilating blood vessels and arteries. And then on top of that, there is in our energy product some stimulants like caffeine. And then in that Ignite product, there's a brain Ignite blend of nootropic ingredients that help with cognitive function, mental clarity. Um, and uh, and that's been our number one seller for, for a number of years now. And so that's usually the product people try out when they come in uh, through the doors at Mountain Ops. They taste the difference. They feel the difference. The taste is incredible. Uh, and then they feel it uh, right away. And then they'll start to explore, okay, here's, here's my needs uh, from a wellness standpoint. I need to lose weight or I need to gain strength. I want to put on a little bit of muscle. And we help them with that. Or, you know, if they're athletes that are out in endurance training or just looking at America being very dehydrated, 70% of Americans are dehydrated. We sell an incredible hydration product as well um, that people love the taste. They feel the difference and just keeping people hydrated. Um, we also put people to sleep. We, we wake them up with the energy products. We put them to sleep with our slumber product, which is a really incredible blend. You can take that uh, by, by way of, uh, of a hot drink at night right before you go to bed, which is super enjoyable. Or we've got gummies um, that the whole family can enjoy. And uh, it just helps you to relax, helps you to get a, a good deep sleep throughout the night. Um, so that's kind of a, a, a little bit of our product lineup. And then we sell a lot of gear. Most supplement brands don't sell a lot of hats, t-shirts. We've got merino wools, we've got fitness apparel, and that's a, a, a decent portion of our business. Uh, but people love our brand. They love the look and feel. Um, Mountain Ops is an incredible aspirational lifestyle brand. So our industry and and industries outside of it have, have looked at us as kind of this 
this aspirational brand that they want to wear. And so we've got hundreds of thousands of walking billboards out there that have, have you know, put the, the brand on and they, they recognize that it's, it's a mission-driven company that means a lot more than just the supplement. There he is. It's Trevor Farns, CEO of MTN Ops, and you can go to mtnops.com to find out all the things he was just uh, talking about. I can hear the uh, the passion in your voice. Uh, congratulations, and uh, thanks for sharing it with us. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate the time. All right, no doubt about it. I think it's also cool that you know he offers this uh, tactical and military stuff, too, and that's not his background, and... I think it is cool that uh, you can have uh, somebody, you know, sort of like uh, the football coach that didn't play football. Doesn't always have to be <laughs> the guy, uh, right? Am I right, Bueller? Bueller. All right. Coming up after the break, uh, we will uh, have some open lines, and I'll delve into more of the uh, the Raider uh, coaching situation. There was a uh, funny little rumor. At uh, Dominic showed me that the final straw for Mark Davis was there was a Halloween party and that Josh McDaniels came in dressed as Mark Davis with the hair and everything. And then Mark Davis sent him a P.F. Chang's lunch to make it better. And then he opened the fortune cookie and it said, you're fired. Yeah, that's that's not how it went down. (laughs) But it would be. I would only do that if I knew I was going to get fired. It's like that old meme from The Onion. There's a guy dressed as Darth Maul with a box of all his belongings saying he wouldn't have dressed up if he knew he was getting laid off today. Uh, But, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, you're going to get fired tomorrow. I am? All right. Well, then I'm going to come in with your bowl haircut and uh, your all-white suit. Uh, Siegfried and Roy and Dumb and Dumber. All right, lines will be available 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back. Exergen thermometers are proven to be more accurate than non-contact thermometers. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Clinical studies have proven that non-contact thermometers are inaccurate and can miss fevers. Accuracy matters. That's why the Exergen thermometer is trusted and used by medical professionals. Exergen thermometers are available at many fine retailers. Choose a trusted and accurate thermometer for personal use. Learn more about why accuracy matters. Available at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. 
Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539-800-433-0539-800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. As the Biden administration mulls banning menthol cigarettes, critics warn it would increase crime and empower cartels. Here's former Arizona law enforcement officer, Joby Dickinson. Our southern border faces serious problems, and a proposed ban on menthol cigarettes would make them worse. Cartels have smuggled illegal drugs like fentanyl for years. Adding menthol cigarettes to their list of products puts more money in their pockets. Stronger cartels make for a weaker America. Oppose the federal menthol ban. Sponsored by the Border Security Alliance. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We finally have some open lines after five fantastic guests. That's what people say. You forgot you interviewed that person. Yes. Somebody asked me the other day, who'd you interview? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) It's like uh, Dick Cavett told me that. Dick Cavett said that Johnny Carson told him the same thing. He goes, that's when he knew he was losing his mind. I don't even know who I had on the show on today. I do know that I have Charlie in New York. And Charlie, we both accepted the fact that Mark Davis didn't care and he didn't want to pay two coaches that he's fired. But uh, he went ahead and did it. The question is now, will he get it wrong again? Well, before I, I, I want to say I have to thank Chris from Oakland because he called me on his Raider hotline last night and informed <laughs> me from his home, also known as the Black Hole. And we went out and did Jaeger bombs at a nudie bar, and, and it was fantastic. <laughs> he, he celebrated. We, we got, uh, you know, dollar, dan- dollar dances, lap dances. Uh, uh, I, you know, he's gotten it wrong. <laughs> So far, uh, listen, I, I'm shocked that uh, knowing that he had four, four and a half years left on his contract, I thought there was no way like you. I, there's no way he's going to keep paying him. But apparently Davis has more money than we thought and yeah. he's willing to eat it. And the product was just 
it was embarrassing. It was beyond embarrassing. The team was regressing in every area, maybe except for defense. Defense it had its moments. But the offense was – I've never seen a more discombobulated offense. So, so the fact that they fired him, and I thought they would keep Ziegler, but it's a package deal. Mm-hmm. And the, the, uh, the, the quote-unquote offensive coordinator, Lombardi, was more probably just a clipboard guy. Um, listen, I, uh, Antonio Pierce is, you know, if anything, he'll, he'll get them to beat the Giants and then they'll probably lose out. Uh, who knows? You know, maybe they'll rally around him much like Bisaccia. I hope if the Raiders salvage their season somewhat that we don't get a bunch of people calling for them to give Antonio Pierce a three-year deal. Great, uh, uh, great player in his day for the Giants and he, he seems like a good guy and, uh, but, uh, Going forward, I, I listen. I just I dropped the name Harbaugh like you to Dominic, and he says no way he would not be a match with uh, Davis. I you know you hear names like Ben Johnson, he's the OC in Detroit. You hear the, in the last day or two Eric the Enemy, um, uh, you know some of the other coordinators. Dan Quinn is more of a retread. Uh, like so, I know you, you and I feel the same about Harbaugh. I'd bring him in. Mm-hmm. He, he has a four or five year window, but he turned it. He would win with this team immediately. Would they get to a Super Bowl? I don't know. But I, I, they need a leader, a strong presence. I, uh, are you familiar with any of these coordinators that that like uh, that are b- being bandied about? Well, this guy I mean, in Miami, uh, Frank Smith. Uh, I, I give yeah, that's Mc- the other name. Yeah, I, I don't know him, name. and I give McDaniel the credit for that. Um, the Ben Johnson about, guy, yeah, he's with yeah, Jared yeah. Goff and company, and, and, I mean, he certainly looked good uh, Sunday, um, and he also cheated in the Olympics. Might be a different Ben Johnson. Um, <laughs> I, do not, I do not want Brian Can- uh, Callahan, even though he's done a great job with Joe Burrow, just because the name scares me. Um, and then the other oh guy, the, <laughs> it's just I can't do it. And then there's Ahiro Evero, the the Panthers' defensive coordinator. Um, uh, to me, he's not big enough yet. I, I wouldn't get a guy like Brian Flores because I feel no, like he has too much baggage. Yeah, and I, I, he has he has he has baggage, but he doesn't have as much as Eric Bieniemy, who apparently no, everyone hates playing for him. And Dan Quinn's a hundred years old, so to me, I would go uh, Harbaugh first. And then if I had to pick between the other two OCs, um, I don't know what to do because I don't really know either guy. Well, all right, so let me ask you this. Would you go OC or DC if, if the, both candidates were equal? I, you know what? I, do you have a preference? I, well, this is the thing. John Madden was an offensive guy, and, and Tom Flores was an offensive guy. But, you know, then again, John Madden only threw on third down. It just depends. I mean, we when they hired Jack Del Rio, he handed the the keys to Musgrave to call all the plays. I, I don't I don't know because both the defense and the offense completely suck. And I kind of feel like today's head coach, unless it's a guy like Belichick or Andy Reid, they kind of just more manage the coordinators. So I I just want the a guy who will inspire the team, hold the team accountable, have a little bit of credibility, and have respect. No, I agree, and that's why I I, I keep I, I'm I'm praying to the football gods that it's Harbaugh, despite what everything else is going on. You know, there are certain coaches like McDaniel and 
uh, Miami. He looks like my accountant, but <laughs> but they seem but they seem to play for him hard, and they and he's getting you know he he looks like this nerdy little kid that I used to beat up, <laughs> but he he he's getting results. He's turn you know his offense is prolific, and and they're playing hard for him. So it you know your appearance obviously doesn't matter. I, I, but I agree with you. I don't want someone like Matt Patrice. Who, who won't shave and looks like uh, I, I was doing shots with at uh, where, where the Raider game, where Peter Peter Dillon's where, where we watched that debacle a couple what, years what ago. Was, what was the name of that place? Uh, Peter Dillon. Peter P- Dillon. Peter Dillon. Okay. All right, good. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But, no, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I, as much as we malign uh, Davis, I'm glad he did this now. I'm glad he just ripped the Band-Aid off. You know, a lot of a lot of owners with their ego will double down and say, "No, we're we're going to see this through." He's, he 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 clearly saw the writing on the wall. He ripped the Band-Aid off. I still don't give him a ton of credit because he's still Mark Davis. But he 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 even and they even benched Garoppolo, who probably threw his last pass for the Rays, which is also I mean, see what you have in this kid. I mean, I, I he can't be any worse than Hoyer and Garoppolo, and 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 you know he's going against a. A couple of bad. I mean, the Jets' defense is exceptionally good, but you know what, what do you have to lose at this point? You're three and five. Now, let me have one last question. Do you think it matters if they do go with someone of more of a veteran presence as opposed to a younger upstart OC, where they would either gut the team uh, or is that irrelevant? Like, say, say they brought in a Ben Johnson or one of these young guys, would that mean that they're going to try to move on from Devontae, accumulate picks? Just uh, gut it down to the the studs and rebuild, or is that irrelevant? I, I don't think of... I don't think he'll ever be in the mood to rebuild. But I definitely think that the Raiders are going to be in the market for a QB. I guess they're going to get rid of Garoppolo and eat his eleven million next year. And uh, O'Connell hasn't inspired uh, anything just yet, and and uh, so they'll probably be looking to trade. Oh, they have to. Yeah, they'll probably looking yeah, to trade up QB. to take Caleb Williams or something. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it takes. All right, all right, go Raiders. Uh, actually, I have something to look forward. I I was I was completely hopeless yesterday. Right, but now the unknown is more hopeful. The unknown is more hopeful than, than, than if that makes sense. It's unknown, but I'm hopeful now than 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 the 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 blank show that was. Uh, the the cluster blank that was put on the field. Anyway, buddy, I'll keep listening. All right, thanks. Yeah, it's like the the ugly building is burned down, but that's kind of more interesting though. That it's burned down. Let's go to uh, the number one Raider fan. I am a uh, Chiefs fan compared to how big of a Raider fan he is. It's Chris in Oakland. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Rick. Thanks for uh, taking my call, man. I was just got back from New York. I was hanging with Charlie, and uh, we we're doing a bunch of shots and. Uh, getting down like that man so thanks charlie for a great time out there in new york um yeah i, I think you called it all i mean uh, yeah i was in another uh, national sports show this morning and they you know they were be following the idea of having uh, jim harbaugh come in but i i just can't see harbaugh stay another year in michigan with all this um this turmoil going on and i think that you know you look i mean you look what happened up in seattle you know when he left uh, usc and now he turned it around so um, the the bigger thing for me, I think, was seeing how Garoppolo was being benched. Was it just because um, Devonta Adams threw his helmet? Which I you know I didn't watch the game, obviously, but uh, what's your? Is that, I mean, it seemed like that carried a lot of weight. And listening to this, kind of some other stuff um, that that Davis was really ticked off, with, that his players were pissed off about it. So, what what would you take on the Devonta, Devonta Adams throwing the helmet? Well, he was frustrated. I don't think that had anything to do with 
with the uh, the disaster. I mean, if you th- if you think about it, some of the most humiliating uh, losses in Raider history have been under uh, Josh McDaniel. And then, c- do you have a second? Because I want to tell you about the twenty to nothing lead against Arizona they had last year. <laughs> That's the biggest they gave away. Jeff Saturday coached a high school team, and then in his first game, he beat uh, McDaniels. Baker Mayfield had been to the Rams. He had had one practice with them. They lost. Then we went to New Orleans, and the offense never got past the 50-yard line the entire game. We just lost to a Division II quarterback undrafted named Tyson Bajan. Do I need to go on? (laughs) <laughs> and, and this this stupid, stupid calls going for it on fourth and ten, not kicking a field goal, getting closer to the end zone, and then kicking a field goal. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, no, and especially that Jeff Saturday when when he was being the uh, like the announcer, not not announcer, but he was like on um, ESPN, and he had just said how the Raiders sucked like the previous week or something really just a dumb tweet, and then it just looked like he was an, he was a genius, and then, of course that was the only game he won. As the Colts, uh, 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 man, yeah, no, it's just it looks. I mean, I, 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 you know, I was there with you at the uh, when they, um, when Gruden came in, and we all thought, you know, that they were going to catch lightning a bottle again, like they had, you know. But it's just, yeah, it's just dysfunction, and you know, it can't happen to a nicer city. You know, we, we, you know, the the uh, we talked yesterday or the other day about, uh, you know, what's going to happen with the uh, the ownership, baseball ownership going. I mean, it looks, like, you know, and it just that's probably going to get. I, I agree with you. I think they're going to vote. To move the A's, but I think there's still a lot of moving parts with this funding, and I so that's we're trying to throw up uh, throw up roadblocks on that. We sent a letter to all the major league owners this morning from Save Oakland Sports, um, you know, saying, "Hey, this is X Y Z reasons why you should keep the team in Oakland. Put the new expansion team in Vegas. Get you get, should also you know, send an email to Taylor Swift telling her that you're available." <laughs> If you're gonna waste, if you're gonna waste time, no, like I, I, I appreciate you guys trying, but yeah. I'm mean, just telling you, it's, it's, it's literally. Pe- and I hear you, and I hear yeah. you, but you know, you know, and and, I, and we've had this conversation about, you know, what are the Oakland, the local politicians doing? Nothing, and you know, I get it. It's not on really their, you know, purview to do that when you have crime and homelessness and all that other stuff. However, I've always said that, you know, there's always. Don't not to be dramatic, but there's always going to be homelessness. There's always going to be crime. This is one project you can get behind. Fine, get get a stadium. It's a one-time deal. Pay the whatever tax you're going to do, and then you know. Again, I mean, there's again, there's not enough tax, uh, voters in Oakland that want to you know pay public money for this. I'm very few, but I you know I bought two PSLs when the Raiders came back in '95 because I want to put my money where my mouth is. But I think you know you look at the broader vision of redeveloping the waterfront, getting a new stadium there, put keeping the A's there. We've already lost the Raiders, already lost the Warriors. I mean, I get it. The roots are nice. You know, we're gonna you know we couldn't even get a WNBA team, right? That was our big you know. The, the group was going to bring a WNBA team to Oakland, and they basically didn't have the financing to do that. So it's it's a mess right now, but, um, you know, at least the Warriors are looking good, man. Three and one on a new season. Chris Paul looks fantastic with the Warriors. I really like that move. So, All right, As Chris, always, thanks for the call. Thanks, I appreciate thanks, it. And, uh, Vince, I appreciate your patience. Let's get to you right after uh, the break. I'll have a couple minutes for you. Stay on the line. Come on back.
Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Vince, I appreciate your patience. You got two minutes. Go, buddy. Hello, Vince. (laughs) All right. I do appreciate your uh, patience, Vince, but let's get you in the next hour. Um, By the way, 
in the last two years with the Raiders, they had this guy, Mark Bedane, remember the president, and then he quit. And then a couple of months later, John Gruden had to quit because he said some things in some private emails to Bruce Allen. And then two months after that, Mike Mayock got fired. And then the guy, the president, Dan Vantrell, that Mark Davis hired to be the team president to replace Mark Bedane, he got fired. He didn't even last one full year. And then a year after, a month after that, they cut Derek Carr. And then right when they cut Derek Carr, Marcel Reese, senior vice president, resigned. Now, I used to work with Marcel. He used to do pre and post with me in that last season in Oakland until I made a joke about Mark Davis, and uh, Marcel didn't come on my show anymore. Uh, I think that's a direct result of he didn't like me joking about Mark Davis. So Marcel resigned, and now they fired Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. So um, any of those guys, I mean, you you should have kept Carr. <laughs> I mean, what? What did Mike Mayock do except draft Max Crosby? I mean, that's what he hangs his hat on. That's about it. All right, we got another hour. Come on back. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get in, get heard. <clears throat> I like this rumor that I'm going to start right now. Is everybody ready? Let's see if it has legs. I believe that Mark Davis is going to hire 
Jim Harbaugh, who will finish out this year with Michigan. And then Jim Harbaugh will draft J.J. McCarthy, and we will have Wolverines in Sin City. What do you think of that, Bueller? I think it's going to be a package deal. Uh, Indianapolis with the pick before selects J.J. McCarthy, but they have Anthony Richardson. Anyway, that's what I predict. Not Bo Nix, not Drake May, not Caleb Williams. By the way, there's rumors in New York that the Giants are going to go all in and they're going to make the trade to go to number one to get Caleb Williams. And then the Bears would move down because, and they would have two and three, and that they really want Drake May instead because Caleb Williams is six feet tall and Drake May is six four. I don't like the fact that Caleb Williams is only, I mean, he's listed as six one. But then that the Bears would get Drake May and Marvin Harrison Jr. This is all going to happen in the summer of next year. And this is what happens when you're a Raider fan. I always say, by Halloween, you're looking at the draft. What do I say? <laughs> I, sound like, I sound like a guy from the East Coast. What do I say? Huh? What do I say? You see my back? You see my back? You think I don't break it trying to buy you nice things? You see my back? You see my back? I think that's my favorite line. That's why I said it four times. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. J.D. Sharp's on the other side. We'll get his thoughts. Remember, he thought McDaniels might have been on the take. I like it. J.D. Sharp just comes out. There's no way Arizona is going to be allowed to win the National League. Philadelphia for sure. Come on back. Hey, y'all, this is Ronte, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Shantrice, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? 
Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Eleven twelve. This is when we check in with one of our friends at Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. We have JD Sharp. JD, let's talk about uh, what I didn't think would happen, and that would be that uh, Mark Davis would uh, fire people and pay them, since he was already paying John Gruden ten million dollars a year. The GM is gone. The coach who was a joke, for some reason got hired again, proved that he was a joke again. The GM stunk. He's out. The offensive coordinator is out. Uh, they're just going to, you know, I guess, put Aiden O'Connell in and Jimmy G is going to be benched. The, the rest of the season is lost, but there is some hope because the clown show is over. The only thing is, will Mark Davis hire another clown? Or do you think they're going to go for Harbaugh? Or what do you think? I really don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. I mean, I, th- I think Antonio Pierce is going to be all right. You know, he, he's the interim coach. I, I don't think he can be much worse than McDaniel's was. Mm-hmm. Again, I think McDaniel was on the take. I think the guy might have made twenty million this year. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you guys, you talked about how, yeah, you're, you're right. Mark Davis is still paying him, and I mean, they're only what three and five. They're definitely not out of anything. And the Chiefs aren't dominant. The Chargers aren't dominant. I mean, their division's not dominant. They can still compete in their division. But I think that we're going to find out that. Mark Davis found out that Josh was doing something he should not have been doing, and that's why he did what he did. And it may, it may have been an entire staff type of thing. I don't know. But uh, I don't think the season's lost. I think you're wrong there. They've actually played pretty well defensively. Crosby's been pretty much dominant as a defensive end. Peters has played pretty well, even without Hobbs and DeCorey and Bennett. Um, and then you look at Aiden O'Connell. They've still got a lot of weapons. Meyer's starting to catch the ball a little bit. Obviously, they have Devontae Adams and Renfro and Jacobs. The line's not great, but I just think that Jimmy G's happy feet were just so over the top. O'Connell's kind of a gamer. He may be the Brock Purdy of this year, to be honest with you. Then you thought it would be Bagant. No, I could see it being O'Connell. He doesn't have happy feet. He fumbles a little bit. I mean, obviously, in one game, he had like a fumble and a, and a, and a pick, but that wasn't, I mean, that was more of a bad play call on McDaniel's part than anything. 
But he's got a lot of wide receivers. He's very accurate. I, I think he's going to finish the year pretty strong. I think, I mean, of course, he could get hurt. I mean, it's happening all over the place. I mean, he may get hurt, but no, I don't think the season's lost. I think they can win the game this weekend against the Giants. I think they can, they can win any game in their division because their defense isn't great, but it's not bad, and they do have a lot of weapons offensively if O'Connell can get them the ball and if his offensive line actually blocks for him. So, yeah, I'm surprised that they made the decision, but I'm not surprised because, again, I really think that McDaniels was doing some stuff he shouldn't have been doing. The season is over and O'Connell stinks. But other than that, everything's great. <laughs> Based uh, on what? Based on what? Oh, he's just, you know what? He's so he's, he's a third round pick. He's just as scared as Garoppolo. I I just really think he's just as scared. And the, the Raiders, game. the Raiders have one. The Raiders have one good defensive player. One. The rest are clowns. It just shows you. <laughs> it just shows you how bad these other teams are. It's just there are <laughs> whatever. The Raiders stink. I'm glad McDaniel's got fired. I don't call for people to get fired, but I'm more interested in the take part of it because you're there in Vegas, and I love the fact, JD, that you say that on the air. You don't like you know email me later. You say it on the air. Have you? Are other people saying that, or is that just your view? People are saying that. Yeah, it's it's being it's being openly discussed. Again, the things that have happened in these games this year, the decisions that he's made, the calls that have been made. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there was an officiating angle involved. I'm telling you, I've watched, I've, I've wagered on every single one of these Raiders games this year. I think I'm like two and five or two and or two and four, and every single bet I've lost has been barely. And the things that should happen, I mean, I go through very, very in-depth statistical, you know, perception, a number of different analysis when I when I make my plays, and the things that should happen in these games are almost happening, but they're not quite, and something is preventing them from happening, and it keeps, and it's happened four or five times. I mean. For example, look at that decision that he made with, you know, going k- kicking a field goal, being down eight, instead of just going for it at the four yard line. And whether you get it or not, who cares? They're at the four yard line. But I mean, that decision alone should have. And I, and I mentioned this when it happened, but that should have ha- had some red flags just come up, you know, come, come off in the air at that at that point. And just the things that he's done this year, uh, the things, the, the way that the team, despite being ultra talented, has not played as well as they should, or even close to as well as they should. Yeah, I just. I, I believe I believe there's something to it, and that's why Davis just went ahead and just fired him because I think he had to. Well, if he could fire him for cause, then he doesn't have to pay him. But the other thing is, Josh McDaniel signed a sixty million dollar deal. He he wouldn't have been doing it for money. He must have been doing it because of threats, right? I don't know. I, I, I maybe maybe McDaniel has a, a problem of some sort. Maybe he has some type of an addiction. I have no idea why he would be doing it, but I'm telling you. That what I saw this year, I've never seen that before. And I've been watching football religiously, wagering football for 10 years, watching it for 20 years. I mean, I've never seen that happen ever. And I, and I don't think anyone else has. Either. There's a reason why it was such a huge story after it happened, because no one else had ever seen anybody do anything like that before. All right, let's go to the diamond. And tonight, the Rangers can finally win their first world championship. Avaldi, he is on the bump 4-0 and in these playoffs Gallon, who's had a little bit, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad in these playoffs. Do you think Texas ends it tonight? Are they up 2-1 or 3-1? 3-1. They are up 3-1. I thought it was 2-1. Yeah, no, I, I do. I, I, I mean, I, I called it last night. I said they'd it'd be a high-scoring game. First five, full game, over. I thought they'd win like 8-3, 9-3. They won 11-7. So, no, still a, that, four, that four margin. Yeah, the, the Rangers are just that much better. 
And I think that a bunch of people are probably going to bet the Diamondbacks, just thinking that they're you know they're they're coming off this loss. It doesn't matter. The Diamondbacks have kind of, in my opinion, shot their wads, so to speak. And I, I, I don't think that they're going to have an, the offensive output that they've had the last two or three weeks. Ivaldi's been really good all year long. Seager is just completely dialed in. He's, he's having one of the best seasons. Again, if Seager wasn't hurt this year to start the season, he may have, he may have gotten the MVP over Otani. He was that good. I mean, he hit like, what, 350, 360 with 30 RBIs and 90 home runs. I'm sorry, 30, 30 home runs and 90 RBIs despite playing maybe 110 games. Had he played the whole season, he could have had one of those 350, um, 55 home runs, 165 RBI seasons. I mean, he, had, he had that type of a season. Simeon's playing well. I know that Odalis Garcia's out. Maybe we get to see Wyatt Langford tonight, maybe, uh, the, the rookie who played really great for Florida in the College World Series last year. I mean, the, the Rangers are just stacked to the gills. They, they got Jack Leiter coming up. They got Kumar Rocker coming up. And they've still got Evan Carter and Jonah Heim and just a, just a ton of talent on that team. And, and Scherzer, I mean, had they kept Cole Reagans, they might be able to, to, to go back-to-back, back, and they still might be able to, even even with the team that they've got. But, yeah, I think that the Rangers closed out tonight, Rick. Last question for you. I, I think it's amazing that if you look at Corey Seager's World Series line, he's hitting two thirty-five. He only has four hits. It's just three of them are two-run shots. That, right, right. that are really, really mattered. Do you give him a Barry Bonds treatment and just show him four fingers tonight? I, I mean, sure, but then you've still got Carter. You've still got Heim. you got to worry about Simeon before him. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I guess, yeah, I, I think that that's probably what they're going to do. I think you kind of have to. But they have enough talent, or Josh Jung, if he plays well, and they have enough talent around around Seager, where even if you do that, you're, you're still you're still at risk quite a bit. There he is, J.D. Sharp, always got the inside scoop. Appreciate it at ProWagering.com. We'll talk soon, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got open lines the rest of the way at 1-800-878-PLAY. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill. 
I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So so call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800 That's 800-293-0328. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Uh, welcome back to the show. one 800 play Apparently, J.D. Sharp said, shot your wad, and I got a text from somebody saying, you can't say shot your wad on the radio. It's a musket term. Like lock, stock, and barrel is a musket. Like flash in the pan is a musket. Every other term we have is a nautical term. <laughs> it's just a lot of... Military stuff. All right, the Rangers are on the brink, and they're one of six MLB teams and the oldest of the bunch that has never won a world championship. And the other ones, of course, are the Mariners, the Padres, the Rays, the Rockies, and the Brewers. All of those teams have been to the World Series except the Mariners. They are the joke of all jokes. They have never even won a pennant. So when people say, well, the Mariners, the Mariners, the Mariners, the Mariners. Exactly. That's what they are. They're not the Mariners. They're the Mariners. They have never won crap. But the Rangers go back to 1961 when they were the second version of the Washington Senators. Then they moved to Arlington in 1972, and I've said before, I played on a Little League team called the Senators, 
And our Little League teams, you'd stay on for two years. So the first year we were the Senators, and the second year we were the Rangers because they changed. That's how old I am. Also in 1972, I rode BART the day it opened. I was seven years old. And the tube wasn't ready yet. So my mom, my little brother, and I, we rode it all the way down to Fremont and back. And my dad asked, how was it? And we said, it was very... Very modern. All right. Um, Cleveland has not won the World Series since 1948, so they have the longest title drought, but they have a title. The Raider, the Rangers have the Raiders, Freudian slip. The Raiders have the quote-unquote distinction of being the oldest franchise to never win it. And, look, they've had some tantalizing close opportunities but it's only their third pennant, which means it's only their third chance. And during those uh, the time in D.C. when they were the Senators, they had 10 losing campaigns out of 11 years. And the one year where they won, they were a fourth-place team. And so <laughs> they moved to Arlington <clears> – <throat> Their first two years, they combined for 205 losses. Right. And it wasn't until Billy Martin in 1974, he came in. They got 84 wins, but that was second in the AL West. No wild cards. Then in 1977, they won 94 games, which was their most ever. But they did it under four different managers. What? The first was Frank Lucchese. Hey, Frank Lucchese. Hey, you live over there south of Houston, eh? You can ask all the people in all the boroughs. They know Lefty from Mulberry Street. Frank Lucchese, they were 31 and 31. And he got into a fight with one of his players, Lenny Randall. And Lenny Randall put Lucchese in the hospital and while he was in the hospital, he got fired. You fight the player, and then <laughs> it's sort of like uh, when Country Breakfast, he was the only player ever. <laughs> Someone told me to apologize for getting beat up <laughs> by Danny Valencia. It was one punch. That was it. <clears throat> but then the Rangers brought in a guy named Eddie Stanky. And he played, he, he managed one game. They beat the Twins 10-8, and he said, I quit. I don't think people talk about Eddie Stanky. His team was not Stanky that night. He wasn't Stanky. He didn't stank. Can't resist. Sorry. It's too easy. Still got to take it. One game, he won, and he quit. Then they brought in a guy named Connie Ryan. I think a guy. He lasted six games. And then the owner, Brad Corbett, said, no, nah, I don't like him either. So the Orioles bench coach, Billy Hunter, came in, the fourth manager in a week. That's just not talked about enough. They had four managers in a week. That's like Oakland police chiefs. And then Hunter went nuts, 60 and 33 under him. But that year, the Royals won the West because they had 102 wins. And then Hunter had the team win in 78 as well. 
And then with one game left in the 1978 regular season, he got fired. But that's just absurdity, and they wallowed in irrelevance in those early 90s years. And for more than 30 years without getting a single playoff berth, and at the conclusion of the 1993 season, the Rangers had notched four winning seasons in the previous five years, but they didn't get the division. And they had Rafael Palmero, Kevin Brown, Kenny Rogers, Nolan Ryan, Ivan Rodriguez, Juan Gone, Juan Gonzalez, respectable, couldn't get it done. And <clears throat> that last season was the first where MLB played with six divisions instead of four, and they added the Rockies and the Marlins. And so that meant in 1992, 14 teams in each league that prompted the expansion via the added divisions and a pair of wild card berths because the number 14 or each team in league was not, and is still not perfectly divisible by three. The number of divisions in each league, one loop wound up with just four teams. And that was in the AL and that was the Rangers, the A's, the Mariners and the angels. And then in 1994, there was a labor stoppage and when they had the labor stoppage, the Rangers were in first place by one game over the A's. And yet the Rangers were both 10 games below 500 when it got to August. And especially in the era of expanded playoffs, the goal is just to get in and get hot. But they finally broke through. <laughs> and it was uh, when Doug Melvin came in and he hired Johnny Oates. And <clears throat> they... Of course, they had Irod, they had Wangon, they had the underrated uh, Rusty Greer with some veteran additions, and Rick Helling and Aaron Seeley. They got the ballpark in Arlington. They got their first ever division title ever back in 1996. But the Yankees bounced them. Remember, mid-90s, that's all Yanks. And then they started sliding back again. They regrouped. They won the AL West in 98 and 99. But once again, you're running into the Yankees. And then after that, Tom Hicks said, Alex Rodriguez, here's $252 million. And they brought in John Daniels at the age of 28 to replace John Hart as GM. And they drafted guys like Ian Kinsler and they traded for Elvis Andres, they traded for Nelson Cruz, C.J. Wilson, the virgin, right, hates Oakland. Uh, they had the Reclamation Project and Josh Hamilton. They uh, traded for Cliff Lee, and Ron Washington was leading them uh, to victory, and they got over the Rays and the ALDS, and they took down the Yanks, and the Rangers won their first pennant ever absolutely insane and they <clears throat> fell to their current manager Bruce Bochy in five games those were two teams the Giants and the Rangers who were like what what are we doing here usually one team's like we know what's going on here we've lost or we've won but we know and the other team's like Bleh. both those teams the Rangers and the Giants are like <laughs> but the Giants won as I said in five and then Game six, 2011 World Series. <clears throat> I mean, they swept the Rays in the division series. They beat the Tigers in the ALCS. They got to the Cardinals. And that 
amazing ninth inning comeback was horrifying. Tony La Russa basically knew it was over. Jason Mott was unavailable. Uh, they had to put in Mark uh, Shapensky, remember him? And then Mike Napoli hit the go-ahead homer, so they're up, and, and it's just a complete wild one. And they were seven times, they were one strike away. The AL Rookie of the Year, Neftali Feliz, just get the final three outs. Struck out Ryan Terrio, but then Pujols doubled, Berkman walked, and then David Freeze. One strike away from a title, a 1-2 count, and he hits a two-out triple. And that was it. As you're done, that's it. Then they had to go to Game 7, and Game 7, the Rangers were leading 2-0 after the first, and that was it. You're done. And uh, that's until now. And, you know, I was rooting. It's, 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 and remember, they were going to put David Freeze in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. And David Freeze said, no, thanks. I'm like, what? He said, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you're, you're good? Yeah, I don't want to. One strike away. And, of course, Nelson Cruz, if he would have caught that ball in right field, that would have been something, too. So it's all on the line tonight. Talk about a little more on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tax 
tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Oh, there's some doubt in your voice. 1-800-878-PLAY. Some of the 211 soccer officials responsible for picking the World Cup hosts, they, um, they woke up recently not knowing that the decision had been made for them because the bidding for the 2030 and 2034 World Cups had not formally opened. And discussions about these two tournaments had accelerated and there were countries vying for it. And the 2030 World Club FIFA declared would be played in Spain, Portugal, and Morocco. But the three opening games would be in Uruguay, Argentina, and Paraguay. That's easy for fans. And then the 2034 tournament will be played in Saudi Arabia. And it's just a... (laughs) When you think about you don't vote anymore, it's all just decided for you. And apparently uh, Australia, they're like, we... We were coming in hard, and we don't even, you're not even going to vote. And it's funny, even Indonesia was like, we can do it. If Qatar can do it, we can do it. And they're like, no, no, we're not going to do it. And so then um, Johnny Infantino, the president of FIFA, told Australia, he said, be united for the 2034 World Cup, which will be in Asia. Saudi Arabia is Asia, Asia Minor. (laughs) 
that counts as Asia. Um, but even uh, the the Saudi Arabia. The, I wonder what the um, I should say Indonesians, as they said, we support Saudi Arabia. And then the uh, Australians were like, "No, this is messed up." So who did vote? Well, there's a 37 member FIFA council. And they made the decision before the 211 members could vote in the Congress, which is what it's called in FIFA. So they circumvented their own rules. And those rules were made just the last few years to prevent corruption. And (laughs) obviously they were swiftly criticized by a lot of coalitions of rights organizations and a very skeptical public, the... It's not very, uh, I mean, it's just opaque, if anything. That's not a democracy anymore, but it was it ever. But the International Olympic Committee, after decades of these regimented bids and high-profile votes, they recently introduced a host selection process instead of relying on votes. It just places the future of the hands in a couple of members. It's kind of like the Electoral College. I tried to explain one time to my friends in London what the electrical, electrical, yes, the Electoral College is. And electrical, we're all electric. And it's basically, I said, uh, the founding fathers didn't want a bunch of farmers and bumpkins electing presidents. So they say, yeah, you vote. And then your uh, elector, he'll make the last vote. What? Yeah, he's supposed to go with what you say, but he doesn't have to. He, yeah, white man, he does not have to. No women, just white guys. So am I actually, does my vote count? Oh, it counts. So you tally it up? Not really. (laughs) So you're saying that I could win the popular vote, but I could lose the presidency? That's correct. Has that happened? Yes, it has. So the president of CONCACAF, which is where we are, Victor Montaliani, he's a FIFA vice president, he said maybe it's an appropriate time to relook at how we do it. He says it's just uh, too corporate right now. But in the scandals that have FIFA has faced, especially the scandal in 2016 when Infantino ran for FIFA president, his platform was reforms and good governance with democracy and participation. That's because Sepp Blatter, who already uh, was disgraced at that point, remember he told the women soccer players too, show a little more legs. Yeah, that's right. Hey, honey, let me see them legs. It's like that doesn't really work anymore. Never really did. But, I mean, I remember the process where the 2006 World Cup was going to go to South Africa. For sure, it had never been on the African continent. Uh, Of course, they're not going to put it anywhere except the one white country with big cities. I mean, let's just face it, right? They weren't going to give it to Egypt or Morocco or Tunisia, which are big soccer countries, believe it or not. Um And there were some envelopes handed under doors and speaking to CONCACAF with Jack Warner and some of these other guys. And Germany somehow got it. And I did cartwheels and somersaults. 
because I knew, oh, I can go. And I did. I went to Germany for those six World Cup. And that was the first time they didn't even have a vote. They knew that Germany shouldn't have had it. But it was too late. They're like, Rick Tittle's already over here. He's already drinking all our beer. So 2010, they're like, South Africa just gets it. So there was no vote, and nobody really complained. They're like, okay, they got screwed, and we get it. But when they chose Russia in 2018, remember they went to South Korea and Japan after that, uh, Brazil as well. But Russia in 2018, and then Qatar in 2022. Qatar has only one city. They have only one stadium. And it's a million degrees. Well, we're going to play in the winter. What? And we're going to build temporary stadia. What? Yeah. And thousands of workers might die making them. And then we're going to disassemble all of them. Why would you have it there? Hmm, I don't know. Why would we? (laughs) It's just like, you know, live golf. You know, we want to be taken seriously by the PGA. Ha, ha, ha. That'll never happen. Okay, we join. What? We're going to get some great soccer players down here. No, we won't. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Kareem Benzema and some others. We'll check it out. And I don't blame those guys. You're basically washed up. I mean, I, I talked last week about Baseball United. They're trying to do that with elderly Major League players. But there's going to be somehow, some way, they're going to get one of those teams into the Champions League in the next two, three years. We're also somehow going to have a college football team in uh, Saudi Arabia that makes the college football playoffs. No, we won't, Rick. That makes no sense. Money talks. What if they give uh, the NCAA uh, $20 billion? They have $600 billion to spend on sports. What if they just give them $20 billion? They're going to keep that school out? No. So, by the way, the next World Cup in three years is going to be here uh, in the United States and Canada and Mexico. Even though we Mexico has proved twice they can host by themselves. The United States has proved once they can host by themselves. The Canadians hosted a Women's Cup by themselves. But we need all three for this. And so um, when you think about the 2027 Women's World Cup process, that um, now that is under scrutiny as well because that was never a revenue producer and now it is. So um, the um, president of the the, um, CONMEBOL, which is South America, Alejandro Dominguez, he said, we're not going to have any South American country apply. We will support Spain, Portugal, Morocco in 2023. And we will also support Saudi Arabia in 2034. How much did they pay him to say that? I mean, that's literally, that's the thing is the Saudis, they don't care. They're like, we will pay you to, to say that. We will pay you to do that. And they're not, they're not shy about it. Why do you want to come here? Because we'll pay you to. Even before Live Golf, like I remember those those things about like they'll they'll pay Tiger ten million dollars just to golf. You don't even have to do well; just show up and golf. We'll give you ten million dollars. Tiger's going to say, mm, "No, I think I'm going to stay home." Of course, he's going to go. But this democratic process has completely eroded 
World Cup host, Olympic host, now just being chosen by businessmen for the bottom line. That's what it is. It's just the it's just the bottom line. You know, what's going to make the most money? What what if we have some sort of disaster and people vote for Indonesia? That's not going to make us as much money. Of course not. And so the um when this happened, the Winter Games, remember in Beijing, everyone pulled out because there was a uh, also a summer bid for Boston and Hamburg and Budapest and Rome. They all went in, and <laughs> because of all the withdrawals, the Winter Olympics were going to be in Beijing or Almaty. Almaty is the capital of Kazakhstan. Those were the only two choices at that point. And so they just said, well, 2024 then, it's just Paris, and then 2028 is L.A. Okay. So uh, you probably haven't put too much thought into this because it does it really matter. We'll still have the, uh, you know, the, we'll still have the games one way or, no, or another. It's just that I remember a time not too recently where, uh, you would actually vote and then people would stand up and cheer when their country won. And now it's just like the electoral college. You know, we can't have, boneheads and farmers electing our presidents. So why would we put this out for a vote? You know, this is how we ended up with a World Cup during the winter. Yeah, that actually happened. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts. And you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van,
van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Well, I might as well tell you now. You lot may all be internationals and have won all the domestic honours there are to win under Don Revy. But as far as I'm concerned, the first thing you can do for me is to chuck all your medals and all your caps and all your pots and all your pans into the biggest flipping dustbin you can find because you've never won any of them fairly. You've done it all by blooming cheating. Rick Tittle was selected at random from the phone book to host this show. Uh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. we just got a couple of minutes. If you want to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. <clears throat> well, now that Jimmy Garoppolo is benched and Aiden O'Connell is taking over, i got to start looking at quarterbacks in the draft. And I don't want Jaden Daniels. I'll just say that right now. Once again, I don't want Jaden Daniels. Everyone is really high on Bo Nix, and uh, I haven't seen. I've seen Bo Nix. I haven't seen enough of J.J. McCarthy. Of course, everyone loves Michael Penix, except for what happened uh, in their latest latest game against Arizona State. And oh yeah, there's Caleb Williams too. Uh, Carson Beck uh, with Georgia. He, I don't know. I've seen him interview. He seems kind of boneheaded, which is. Not nice. There's another guy, Noah Fafiti, with the with Arizona. This is a guy who's five foot ten. I'm out. Haynes King with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and then another guy from Liberty, Kaiden Salter, who Malik Willis probably ruins a lot of his chances right there. But I think it's interesting now that Caleb Williams, his stock is really dropping. The thing is. Caleb Williams can do things these other guys can't, I believe. 
and you say, well, he doesn't throw interceptions. You know Caleb Williams has 12 fumbles this year? That's unacceptable for a high school JV player, right? 12 fumbles? So, you know, like I, like I said, I as a Arizona State fan, I watched Jaden Daniels for a couple of years, and, and he's just the lethargy. He's kind of like Robinson Cano. He looks like he's lazy, but he's not. It just uh, kind of throws me off. Why did Auburn let Bo Nix go? Well, you know, there are a lot of other quarterbacks that became <laughs> Mayfield and, and Murray. Why did those teams let him go? Like I said, I, I got to see a little bit more about J.J. McCarthy for my rumor to come true that he and Harbaugh are both going to be the new uh, duo uh, in uh, Vegas, that hurts to say, for the Raiders. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m., and we'll do it again. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.